question. You ain't got the answer, Sway. 2 Corinthians 3.17, that's the whole ball game. Church mirrors our hands. We're 15 cents. Yo. Whoever you want. Okay. I'm just feeling the beat, my guy. All right. Okay. Uh, Basement full of heretics. Are we episode five? This is like take two of episode. This is take two of episode four, which will be episode five. All right, man. Yeah. How you yeah. doing, man? Um, I'm 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 pretty good. I'm all right. Uh, I think you just noticed today. This is the first time we've seen each other like face to face in a week. Uh, I mm-hmm. shaved my head, uh, which is I guess like the standard quarantine haircut these days. So my hair goes super slow. So I've only had to shave my head, like. Maybe three or four times since the pandemic even started. It's actually it's actually crazy when you compare like how how slow our hair grows versus white people. Because I have a I have a coworker who um who shaved his head and his hair literally like his hair grew in one week. No man, in like four days. What it takes me almost a month. Like, his hair grew so fast. Yeah, I don't know. There's pros and cons. Like yeah, like I, I think I. I I would rather have like slow growing hair than be like a hairy person. I feel as though like I I, I I'm happy that I'm not a hairy person. Maybe this conversation is getting to like a weird place. But also, I also think it's 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 maybe just like specifically us because I know some black people whose hair grows quick, quick, quick. Like I like I have a friend who he can grow an afro in like a like a month pretty much. From bald. Yeah, from bald. Well, not like That's from like mad. a number from like a number one. Yeah. That's an afro. Yeah, not okay, not like a not like a full blown like Angela Davis, you know, no, like, anti- like his anti-racism like, like, like his hair. I mean, no, like his hair is long enough to like braid. Yeah, yeah, it'll be In a like month. like honestly, like compared to me, it to grow to my hair to grow that long it would probably take like around a year. And he is can, he uh, is he is he is he Eritrean or Ethiopian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I feel like their hair just grows faster. Yeah, man, they got some, they got some different <laughs> things going on there. But yeah, nah. So <laughs> this is what I've come to. These are the, these are the biggest developments of my week. The fact that uh, that I shaved my head, but like, dad is the one who shaved my hair, and I don't know. That's, dad's the king of that, man. Dad, dad, thing. our dad, our dad is the master of the of thing the is, kid, I I I didn't realize because 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 it started off with like mom was shaving it, like our mom was shaving it, um, and then. And then she was using this like with this like machine, which like my dad uses sometimes. He didn't really know how to use it, so he came over and started using it. And he's just like scraping over, 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 like in the same spot. And the thing is, it, it didn't hurt. Like I, I don't know what the machine is, but it's, it's it's amazing. Like you just go over the head. I didn't feel anything. Is so it the regular kept... one? Is it the one I used? Like the same type? I I don't know which one you use. The thing is, our dad he usually uses like a razor. Like our dad, if you guys meet him. Or if you guys know him, some of you listening probably do. He's like a he's a skinhead, like not not like that kind of skinhead, not like. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. If anyone if anyone listening to this podcast knows our dad, unless unless you are family, and even if you're family, there is almost a zero percent chance you've ever seen him with hair. I've never seen him with hair. <laughs> yeah, like like I've like, never seen him like, with any <laughs> hair. Like I can't even think of a time I ever saw stubble on him. Like his his head stays stays clean, 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 like Mister Clean. And I, I remember I even asked him, like, how, because he uses a razor to shave his head. 
Um, yeah, you think every two days? Yeah, every two days. Which I was thinking, like, the skin on his head must I be... I tried that this summer. I tried uh, that this summer, I and I couldn't that. sleep. <laughs> and I couldn't sleep. Like, my 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 head was so inflamed, I couldn't sleep. Yeah, guys, honestly, listeners, I remember, I remember when Emil did it, because for some reason, he decided he wanted to have, like, the real clean bald head look, so he decided to shave with a razor. Um... And and his skin just couldn't handle it. I remember that night. I wake up at like one a.m. and Emil's just pacing around the hallway, <laughs> like, "Bro, what's going on?" <laughs> and he's like, well, "I can't even put my head on the pillow. <laughs> it hurts so much." <laughs> it literally felt like that. I remember the it next day. Like- the next day he went for a walk. He couldn't even put his hoodie up. <laughs> yeah, yeah for real. Yeah, much. I actually couldn't. I couldn't even wear a hat. Like my head was on fire. Dude, honestly, no, the skin on dad's head must be like leather at this point. Like to be doing that every day. Cause the thing is, okay, like, he used, and, he used and, the machine. And, and, and not even and not even like he does it not even with like a fancy stuff. He does it like Gillette <laughs> Gillette Mark Mark Five. Just straight and, up, man. Honestly, I I bet you he could use a knife if he wanted. Wait, where'd you go? Yo, I think you froze, man. Oh, okay. Oh no, no, you can't. You're good. Man, you acting up. Literally just sent me a message. My internet connection is unstable. Bro, this is the best <laughs> I can afford, man. <laughs> I get that all the time. Whenever I'm teaching, all the time. Every five seconds. Your internet is unstable. Yeah, no, nah, but uh but yeah, so he's he's the one who shaved and like so he he took the machine and he just kept going over, over, over. And I'm like, wow, there must be my hair must be real resilient for some reason. And then when he's done, I felt my head and like I've shaved my head before. But it's always just been like, you feel like stubble, right? It, it almost mm-hmm. feels like stubble. Like, I, I, I don't know if anyone listening has shaved their head before. Even if you get like a, like a skin fade or something. Like, it feels like stubble. Let me but see. I, no, it, it's, grown, it's grown back a little bit. Because it's oh. been like three, four days. So, it's like stubble now. But I mean, when he was done, it was skin, man. Like, I'd never felt it before. Like, it was skin, 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 skin. It was, it felt super cool. And then like later that night. I like just scratched my head once and then it just blew up. Like it, it was so itchy and like painful. It eventually wore off, but I was like, I'm not, I'm not supposed to do this, man. What no, did no, he, did, did, what did he use? You. No, what he just used he the use? machine. He just used the machine. No, the thing is, the problem is I started scratching it. And then like when I started mm-hmm. scratching it, it got even more itchy. Cause I guess this, it just wasn't, I guess maybe the used skin was like, uh, yeah, I wasn't used to it. And it's actually it was, crazy, man. It was rough for yeah. like an hour. But. I, I, I was reading something, which is weird. Like, it's sort of related to this. It's actually like, like when it comes to like, irritation of the head and face mm-hmm. like black men have that on lock man apparently like apparently, apparently I saw the market <laughs> no i'm not even joking <laughs> apparently i saw this thing that apparently like, when it comes to razor bumps what is it 70 some percent of all black men have experienced razor bumps and apparently like when it comes to like and i think like i don't know if, if razor bumps were an industry like it's 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 majority black like it, it is a majority black industry like it's really? actually crazy how yeah so you telling me other races are just like shaving their faces and nothing's happening? They're just fine. No, they have it, but apparently we have it the most. I think it's the way our hair is set up because razor bumps and oh, ingrown like hair so is, curly and all that. Yeah, because just like like your 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 skin feels like your hair is a is an unknown irritant, and then it just like trips out. Interesting, man. Racism strikes again. Um, Systemic, man. It's literally <laughs> it's literally <built>. biological. <laughs> Evolutionary, not to trigger some people, but um, <laughs> yeah, that was my biggest takeaway from the week: is never let dad shave my head. Like, just let mom do it. Her standards, okay. Mom's 
<laughs> Mom is so funny because okay, I don't, I don't, I don't make the podcast just me talking about getting my head shaved. But I remember she, she like shaves off on the sides, like totally like like short, short, and then the top. She for some reason was using a guard at first to make yeah. it just like 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 a number one height, so like you know a little bit like yeah. If you guys know anything about about like bar barbering, what's the what's, uh, I don't know what it's called, but yeah, it was like barbering. short. It was like short, but not like. Um, not like bald, it was still visible. Yeah, yeah and so she yeah. cut, so she cut the top real short, and the side was like, um, the side was bald, and then I didn't like, I, I didn't pay any attention to it because I thought maybe just the hair on top was long, so she had to cut it short before she shaved it off. And then I see her just like um, starting to light it up on the side, <laughs> so try to do like. A, Let me tell you. Try to do story. like a fade. And I was like, Mom, what are you doing? Just shave my head. And she's like, Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I was like. I feel as though I'm just gonna speculate here. Our mom has never gotten over the fact that, like, in junior high, we left her to go to the barber shop because she used to be Let the one. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. She was trying dude. to win back a customer, but Let me tell you something. There was a time. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the conditions. I don't know what happened. But mom was cutting my hair, and she actually tried to line me up. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. Like, yeah, yeah. No, she actually tried to line me up. Like, I remember I'm not that. Sure. What happened? You remember? Yeah, and you ended up bleeding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cut your ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was actually trying to laugh me up because I think I I mentioned something, and then mom's like, "Oh, I can do that too. Yeah, do that at home too." I think she's trying to laugh me up. Like, what are you actually doing? And like, it was a a bent one too. A bent, a bent, bloody fade, man. (laughs) Not man. Honestly, there's that's still better than some of these barbershops out here. But I mean, from her perspective, it's like she was cutting our hair for. For what? Like, I didn't start going to a barber until like grade seven, so like twelve years. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't really optional, man. I remember, yeah. I remember, I remember, I remember uh, when I was in uh, when I was in grade twelve. This is actually like, one of the crazy stories. I don't know if you remember this. For my grade twelve grad, I went to a barber shop. Yeah. And, oh, I remember. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and I. Homeboy forgot he had immigrant parents, man. Then I went and like I asked like for everything. I asked for like the star. Give like, me the, everything. Yeah, I asked for like the star with like with, like the what you call it, like the the tail behind it. I was just like, oh man, I'm gonna be did, sick. Did it say like class of like 2012 in there or something? But, <laughs> I don't know. It just says I'm, I'm gonna look sick. Walked out, came home. My dad's like, no son of mine is doing this. <laughs> went upstairs, bam. <laughs> Bald. I, I I paid my money. I paid my money to go to. I paid money to go to grad bald. Yeah, okay. And, and I was back in the day when I when I hadn't grown it yet into my into my head. I was Yo, man, y'all need to see Emil's head back in the day, man. Got <laughs> <laughs> looking like huge. <laughs> like those silhouettes, those silhouettes in my head. I'm like, oh my goodness. Oh man, isn't isn't the theory just because you're like malaria as a kid? Not like major head I think, I, no, I think it was some serious disease, man. I think it was like I think, I think it was I think it was more serious than malaria. I think it was like a serious one. I almost died or something. Jeez, yeah, yeah. But that was uh, yeah, that was a, that was an interesting experience seeing mom trying to win me over and and dad just totally <laughs> ripping and my then, skin and then, apart. And then, and, then, and, then, and then mom's like, ah, it's good, it's good, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice. <laughs> just try to get back the dollars, right? Try to get back a custom. Um, but yeah, my, my hair goes super slow though. So like, this is going to be, that's the one, um, I guess, consolation. I'll probably not have to shave my head again for like another three months, but, mm. uh, yeah, that was my week pretty much. Like apart from that, it was pretty standard, you know? Um, that's good. how about you? 
Yeah, man. Pretty, pretty run of the mill. Uh, I started, uh, started a new semester. I don't know, man. I just feel like anytime, anytime from January, no, from, from September to June, my life to some degree or another revolves around school or school breaks. And so, um, started a new semester so it's just kind of nice like it's that it's so nice man like even as a teacher when you start a new semester it's just like oh man all the stuff all the i can I, I can reset now i can i can make things better because like just like oh man anything i didn't do last time i'm gonna do it now and it's just like that optimism that you have as like a kid for the first day of school and you'll definitely feel that as a teacher as well and so that's sort of been my week for this um thing yo i uh i was dreaming I, being optimistic yeah, I uh, I started I started that. Um, I know we talked about this. Like I was trying to wake up like at four in the morning, yeah. um, and it's crazy, man. Like I was doing that, doing that for about two weeks, and like I was just like, bah, bah, bah. and initially, I was, initially I was really really tired. I was just like I was tired at first. I'm like I'm I'm getting the same amount of sleep. I'm just tired, and mm-hmm. so I just I just kept powering through it. And then on uh, was it on Monday or something on Tuesday? I was just like, man, I'm, I I was just like in a weird headspace. I'm like, I'm just gonna go back to normal sleep like sleep at a sleep at 10 or something or 11 wake up like at six and so it's weird actually i was tired and so i, I went to sleep and then at 358 i'm up and like you couldn't fall asleep yeah it was whack and so i was like this is Bro, you really like, messed up your circadians you know and then and then and then and then uh and then, and then i still stayed in bed i stayed i somehow tried to sleep until six and I realized, and then and anyone who like anyone who knows me well knows that I'm incredibly slow in the morning. Like, I wake up, I wake up at crazy <laughs> hours just to be late. Like, I I I I, I am so slow in the morning. Yeah, so he wakes up four hours before work, <laughs> and he's still late. And he, and yeah, he, yeah. he lives like five minutes from yeah, work, <laughs> just to barely make it on time. Like, but like it's crazy. He's up for four I, hours. <laughs> yeah. and, and and so and so going back to the six a.m. thing, man, I was. I was so, I was like, man, this is actually kind of stressful. Like, I was like, man, I have so many things I have to do. And so afterwards, I just went back to like the, the next day. I just went back to waking up at four, four in the morning. I kind of, I, I like it, man. It's actually, it's actually a bit of a nice thing. So like, I definitely feel a lot more like accomplished. I'm like, man, by the time I get to school, I've already done so many things. So, um, yeah, man, getting on, getting on that military lifestyle. So, uh, that, that's basically my week this week, just grinding. Like not to bring him up again because I know you bring him up like three times an episode, but the four AM thing is because of uh, Jocko Willink, right? Is that that's where we got the idea from? Um, I I think I think I think a couple of years ago it's something that I I thought of, I, I I saw something about, but then I ended up finding out he does it too. So yeah, yeah. That guy, that guy, that guy is hard, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel as though the hardest part, and this is speaking as someone who's never made a habit of waking up at four AM. I think there was a period. In like first year, I used to wake up for like five thirty, but that's that's that that didn't last super long. Maybe like a month of that. But I feel as though the hardest part of that, at least for me, it would just be not even the waking up part, but going to sleep because you have to go to sleep pretty early, right? You go to sleep around like eight, right? I'm guessing like eight thirty and stuff. Yeah, eight eight thirty, and like I I just know for me. Like if I'm going to sleep anytime before eleven, I'm like yo, I'm leaving so many hours on the table like there's so many Uh things i could do like why am i going to sleep so early although like when i look at my day objectively 
I usually don't do anything productive after like seven fifteen. Like it's really just me but, wasting but, time. But, but, but it's but it's interesting. But, it's interesting. Like 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 the same. Like I was thinking about that too. But like it's interesting that like I was talking to you about that. Like ultimately, when you wait, when you when you wake up earlier, you're awake for the same amount of hours. You're just you're just yeah, shifting. Yeah. You're, you're shifting those dead hours to the morning, where it's like more productive. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying my reasoning is like logical, but I just mean like psychologically. Yeah. There's a, there's a part like when I'm going to bed at like eight, I'm like, yo, but there's so much like, like and it's like, you know, I, I could still be talking to people, you know, every, but most people I like most people I know aren't going to sleep this, at this early. Like, you know, I could be having conversations, I could be doing all these different things. I could maybe, you know, get some work done. I could, you know, work on this project, whatever, whatever, whatever. In reality, I don't I'm not I'm, I'm not really that productive <laughs> after eight, nine p.m. Like the last two hours of my day are, are literally just like me walking around looking at my phone. Um, not really doing anything. Yeah, I just was just walking around the house, up and down the stairs. For hey, two man, hours. that's that's a little <laughs> that's closer to reality than you, than you might uh, than you think. But man. but but it's interesting, man. Like like I, I don't want to. As I said, we want to get into into the thick of it. But like it's interesting that I was, man. I I realized like waking up early because like I try to wake up early and then ex- exercise like early mm-hmm. in the morning before I go to work. Man, yeah. I. Like I used to, I, there was a second there where I used to say pre workout is crap and doesn't work. Yeah, I love pre workout. It works. It works, yeah. man. I, I I take some and I'm like I'm I'm live. Like like, and like when I, your skin's like tingling. I don't have that so, one, man. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe I, it's just me. Literally, because I've I've no, used different some, types no, and they some, all do some. that to me. Yeah, there's some. I I think I, I think that's some of that's with us with like no stimulants on my app, and so the one I take, I I no, I just. I don't know. I just, I just, I just feel so alert. Like just like so alert. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's definitely like a shot, a shot in the arm. People, people who don't use pre workout are listening to us. Like, yo, these guys are, these guys are users, man. These guys are. Yeah, those, are not, those, those guys are living. Those guys are living a generally lower quality life. Yeah, it's like I'd be like, well, you, you get the one that makes the skin tingle. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, like if you're not taking pre workout, you're playing yourself. No, honestly, yeah, pre workout, pre workout's magical. Like, I'm not really, I don't use any. I'm not. I I don't I don't look like someone who uses supplements, but I, like I don't I don't really use any supplements outside of um, pre worked out. But that that's something I swear by. Because especially yeah, if you're gonna do like workout in the morning, it's so hard to wake up and like you know still be groggy and put put it put like have any sort of have any sort of like good workout. Like you, mm-hmm. you I feel as though you need to have some sort of shot in the arm to <laughs> maybe not the best metaphor, but. <laughs> Speaking of drugs, uh, let's get let's get into let's get into today's episode, man. Yeah, yeah. What this is uh, this is our second go at uh, at this topic. Um, as you, anyone who listened to last week's episode will know that we actually recorded this very not this same conversation, but the same topic um, last week. But then we gave it a listen, and I think it's it, I think it's mostly just because we recorded it pretty late. That mm-hmm. we were kind of you know lethargic and we didn't really like where the conversation went. As you know, Emil he has that that eight p.m. bedtime. We were pushing it, man. We were like, <laughs> I think it was into it, man. I we started recording. We started recording like seven forty-five. Emil's are. Yeah, I'm in like I'm in like rep cycle four. <laughs> yeah, man. His eyes are just darting around all over the place. <laughs> like I can't take pre-workout now. <laughs> yeah. So. Um... So we listened to the conversation. We we're like, man, this ain't it. Um, and fortunately, we have we have the vault. We have those those episodes that we recorded over the break that we could drop. I like the conspiracies episode. Um, mm-hmm. Believe hard is <laughs> is one of my favorite favorite moments for the podcast so far. 
Um, it always has been. <laughs> Emil, do you still stand by that? I know it's been, I know it's been about two months since then. Uh, are you still uh, in the believe? I think, camp? I think, I think, I think a number, a number of developments around the world have made me really question yeah. whether or not believe. Yeah. hard. <laughs> that was definitely that was definitely pre-capital riot, Emil. It's like, do your research and believe hard. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 no matter I, I, what I, people say, even if they laugh think, at you, believe hard. I think, I think I think now, I think in today's world, saying telling someone to believe hard might end up getting you getting you indicted for something. <laughs> for, for stoking mob for stoking mob violence. <laughs> yeah, honestly, but um, but I, yeah, so it was it was it was good that we at least had those episodes that we could drop. Um, I think now we're down to two we have two more episodes that we recorded over the break that we haven't dropped yet so that's a that's a bit of a safety net as we um as we navigate this complex podcast world Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's uh that's what happened last week i don't know about you but i almost feel as though we took like a two-week break from recording like the fact that that episode it feels really long yeah it feels longer but we we were here last week um but but, but like 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 I don't know. It just feels like like it was wasted. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, I also feel as though low key, and not to not to put the pressure on you, but I feel as though low key we kind of put pressure on this this episode. Like it has to be at least pretty good, because because if it's like if this is trash, people are like the last one was worse than this. <laughs> Y'all could have put that. It was worse than this. Turn on the episode. Hey guys, I make a quick disclaimer. Last week's episode was trash. This week's episode is trash. We lost it, folks. We only got two episodes left of the podcast is dead. We lost the magic. (laughs) If if next week's episode is trash, we have nothing in the vault. Yeah, man. Honestly, we got to... This one really got to work, man. Because, yeah, it's okay to do that little, like, intro before, like, the occasional episode. But if it's, like, another week, it's like, oh, sorry, guys. (laughs) We dropped the ball again. Nah, man. If this one's bad, we just gotta record it again. Yeah, man. This is uh, yeah. For anyone who's made it this far into the episode, like we're we're just letting you know right now. No matter how this turns out, this is the episode you're gonna listen to. There's <laughs> there is no safety net for the next uh, for the next uh, forty minutes. You're you're on this ride with us, okay? So yeah, man. Let's get it. Uh, it's time to commit. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> the topic for this week is um. As, as I guess anyone's probably deduced from the title, you know, sometimes when you're for- recording, you forget that the episode already has a title. Um, mm. But the topic for this week is church in the basement, mm. um, which is, I feel as though maybe one of the most accurate titles we've had. Um, church definitely has been in the basement for me um, since the pandemic started. Uh, honestly, even, even, even this, this recording right now, it's 1 p.m. on a Saturday uh, we so should. We, we, I, 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 actually, if, if if this was not pandemic, we should currently be about to start. Not pandemic. there are churches start. open right now. What I'm what I'm saying is like in our home church right now, the 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 service is about to start. <laughs> yeah, the service is just about to start. Even though the bulletin it says service ends at twelve thirty. Right now, the pastor is just just coming up and saying, "Hey, hey guys, how you let doing? me tell you something, man." There there was there was I, I don't know if you remember this in university. There was a time I invited one of my one of my uh, one of my friends to come visit, and uh, he came right like he was a white guy, so he came. Um, What's that do? And 
no, just uh, expectations. But so people no, never see no. color. <laughs> no, you, you, you know where this is going. But like, so, so, so he came and and like he came. I, 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 this is the first mistake. I told him. To, I told him to come for Savage School, which starts at nine nine thirty. Uh, so he shows uh, up. No man. So, yeah. so he shows up, and and and, and he goes to Savage School. Then then we go to service, and like like two thirty. We're in the parking lot. He's like, bro, what is actually going on? Like, like, he's like, he's like, like we finished. And then, like, there was lunch. Too. I think there was lunch that day, too. He didn't say that. But he was like, yeah. he was like, dude, what's actually going on? Like, I came, I came at 9.30. Why, why did it finish at, like, 2.30? Like, it's still going. Dude, I've been in churches, like, Red Willow in Edmonton. Like, mm-hmm. um, I've, been, I've been Red Willow. And I've been in and out of the building one hour. Like and like and I didn't miss anything. Literally one hour, I was in and out. One okay, hour. Sufficiency. But that's the thing with like with like African churches. Like you know, everybody here they're not just friends. They're cousins, man. People, everyone catching up. It's like, hey, man. People just talking, hanging out. Like I remember Sabbath school would end, which is like I don't know for anyone who's not Adventist, it's like Sunday school. It's pretty much the exact same thing. Um, but uh, Sabbath school. But but, end, but I wonder. Then, no, but I, I honestly wonder if. if if it's actually the same, because like a lot of like people go to church on Sunday. Do adults go do Sunday school too? Uh, I have no idea. Because Sabbath, Sabbath school is like, <laughs> it's a, really it's a, fam- it's a whole family event. Everyone yeah, does Sabbath, never, everyone does I Sabbath never, school. I never thought about that. Maybe. Yeah, man. I, when it comes to non-Adventist um, religions, I don't know how it works. What do, you, what, I, what, do we, what do we call people? What do we call people who go who go to church on Sunday as kids? Sunday as kids. No, like on Sunday, we with Sunday church, yeah. Sunday <laughs> no, church, like, yeah. Sunday churches, yeah. Yeah, Sunday church. <laughs> As if they're the weird ones. <laughs> In Sunday church, actually, yeah. Actually. Nah, but I mean, yeah, we would go for so long, man. Like, yeah, like it's it's not even an exaggeration. Like what Amelia's described, you literally show up at nine, leave at two. And it's one of those things where it's like five hours passed and you can't even remember what what did I even do <laughs> like for five hours? Like what? Like yeah, I remember there was a sermon, but that was only like forty five minutes. <laughs> where did the other four hours and fifteen minutes go? At least half of those were announcements. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, man. At least half of those were announcements. Yeah, man. People love announcements. Because like, it mean like the like, elder comes like, to bring oh. announcements and then someone's like Oh, and there's like, more oh, announcements from the, like, from the health department. Is, elder on duty is this person. He's going to do the announcements. When he's finished, every other elder does the elder Yeah, like, everybody like, comes up. Like, like, why don't you just give him the announcements? And, like, everyone, everyone's going to do their own announcements. <laughs> yeah. I think it's people don't just have announcements. They're like a preamble about, like, why their announcement is so crucial and important in this in it this was, particular time. I was I was, I was I was listening to a podcast. Um, and once, once again, Bible Babes and Banter, we talked about it. And they were talking about, like, because they, 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 they're Nigerian, grew up in like African churches too. And they're talking about how like for testimony services, you'd have like, <laughs> Ooh, this, you, you'd have someone who'd be like, oh, I just want to thank God. And in the middle of the testimony, they say a word which links to a song. And then they sing that whole song. And then literally they sing like five songs throughout the course of the testimony. Because they, they have that one word that links to that one song and they start singing the song. <laughs> Man, uh, we're good people, so we're not gonna say names. But I have there are there are, there are faces in my mind right now of the people who I know when they stand up for testimony. Man, pull out your hymn, man, pull out your hymn book. No, no, and, and the crazy part, man, is for testimony service. Like when, like when testimony service starts, like there's, like there'll be some people who will surprise you. 
But it seems like the, yeah. there's about four people who always have a testimony. Yeah, like, always, always. Always have a testimony. You just and got a budget like, for that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, they're living, they're living lives, man. They're living lives. They're living lives worth testimony. Hey, hey. Is your life worth a testimony? <laughs> anyway uh <laughs> yeah uh the topic for this week is um his church in the basement mm-hmm. um and and i think you know is we can't really ignore the effects of covid um covid obviously it's impacted everything in life but yeah, I think it's really impacted the way people do, do church and understand church. And I know even for me personally, it's really like changed my perspective because because church was obviously something that was previously done communally. Everybody came to the same building and you did it in this one room. Um, and now if some churches have had to move online or, you know, reduce capacity or like, you know, split up. The, I know some churches are split up to like, you know, they do a morning service and evening service. It's just like 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 in every other field of life, churches have had to change their approach. Um and so, obviously, you know, we can't ignore the effects that COVID has had on that. Yep. Yep. Um, but we, yeah, we just wanted to have, I guess, just a wider discussion about, like, you know, how exactly we've experienced church. I think we talked about that a little bit. <laughs> and obviously, a lot of it's going to be colored by the fact that we grew up in, like, an African Adventist church. Like, that's probably uh, a very different experience for other people. But, mm-hmm. um, uh, and maybe even, like, you know, the way our thinking has changed on it and where we think it is, it's going to go what it's going to look yeah. like going forward mm-hmm. um and so we kind of i guess we kind of alluded to it um because churches are technically open they are like like my parents are actually i think i hear Dude, the door opening they're, i tell you man, our dad right now our dad our dad literally <laughs> looks our dad is so disappointed at at, 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 at our light church like the thing is like the thing is every mm-hmm. time every time i talk about church and i tell him like i didn't go to church it just the sound of his voice it just utter disappointment like it's just yeah. like like man it's like it's like dude there could be yeah, COVID, last I, last COVID. i remember Emil, you didn't have any comorbidities why are you yeah. why are you staying home seriously <laughs> there, there was a, there was a point there was a point when the gyms were open i'll still go to the gym but i'll go to church and my dad was just like my dad was honestly you can't even argue with that you can't like yeah, yeah. there is no, no good no, reason no, of why you no, should go dude, to the gym dude i honestly i honestly i honestly think only two things can stop my dad from going to church at this point him getting COVID or them actually shutting the churches down. Yeah, the Nothing else is coming. Nothing else is Because right now, right now, if anyone knows, like right now, literally outside, it's like so much snow. Like it's actually wild. Like it's 40, cold too. as heck. Yeah. Roads are crap. They like like thing is like you think of like there's every excuse not to go to church today. There's like a pandemic on top of that. Honestly, yeah. I was, I was planning on going to church today, but um but yeah, all those reasons I was like, yeah, not doing it today. Because I was just scared that, because it's like minus, it's minus 40 today. And so right I was now. even just thinking, I, I don't know, I think it was supposed to be minus 40, but but right now it's like minus 30 something. But you know, pretty much, pretty much the same thing. But, uh, oh, just wait. Um, Just pause. We're going to have to stop real quick. I have to go open the garage door for a moment. Okay. okay, we're back. Um. The listener wouldn't notice anything, but that's that's our first ever jump cut based on full of heretics uh, history. Mm-hmm. Milestones, man. I know I know we made a we made a commitment to never edit, but um I guess we had to make an exception there. Mom was stuck outside, so I had to open the garage door for her. But Yeah, man. Uh, As we said, our parents, nothing, no quit. No yeah, quit. Yeah, yeah. Like literally while we we're having the conversation, they were just coming back from church. Um, even though it's <laughs> yeah, it's like minus forty. You know, know what's actually do you know what's actually jokes? The thing is like the thing is let's say let's say let's say hypothetically 
you could like meet with other families and like you could meet with other families and the like that, that rule was available i'm pretty sure like i'm pretty sure if, if if only if the only two people were going into the church building were my dad and my uncle my dad would still go to church <laughs> like even <laughs> it, it, it would still he would still go to church even if it was just him and my uncle he'd go to the house he would still go to the church building <laughs> Yeah, man. Nah, he's 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 committed to it. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> I just know you were talking about his disdain for online church. Because um, I yeah, I remember those those there was those couple weeks where like the churches were actually shut down. I remember he was just like you know he was just banging out that Filipino church. Eh? Yeah, he, he's he was... <laughs> first of all, yeah, my dad started watching this church in the Philippines, which is just I don't even know how he found it, but like for some reason that was his home church. And <laughs> I think and, I might and, have mentioned and... in a previous episode, but like or maybe it was last week's, I can't remember. But like this is people, this is not a Filipino church in Edmonton. No, this is a Filipino <laughs> church in the Philippines. <laughs> and and you know it's absolutely funny because I think because I think because I think they they their restrictions were lifted earlier. And yeah, so, like, yeah. the, 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 the fact that he could actually see other people in the church building and he wasn't there, yeah, made him upset. like, it just made him upset. Yeah, every week he's like, "Yo, I swear there's people there. How come they can do this? It's fine." <laughs> 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 yeah, no, nah, but but yeah, like you said, like he was pretty much like, like I don't know, for lack of a better term, like muttering, like he did not like the fact that he had to stay home. Remember <laughs> the funniest thing. Uh, this has got to forgive me if I already. T- uh, honestly, the fact that we recorded this con- like a, a similar conversation last week is really massive case off. of deja vu. Eh? Yeah, because because some Everything of the stuff feels like some some stuff's gonna come up again. But I just remember um, remember him telling us telling a story once, but like they were on online church, and then, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, 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 someone's yeah, yeah. camera was on, and he's like, "This person's literally sitting in bed <laughs> under the sheets while the pastor's preaching." <laughs> 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 Under the sheets, looking at them. <laughs> He's like these people have no respect. <laughs> it's so it's so funny because I'm pretty sure like ninety if not hundred percent of our audience is, is like, not... yeah, that's me. Yeah, that is me. That is me. No, but yeah, the difference is I feel as though most people are just brazen enough to turn their camera on. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's he gonna do? In their pajamas under the sheets. What is he gonna do? What's the pastor gonna do? He's gonna, he's gonna stop? I don't know, man. I, honestly, if, if I was preaching and I just saw someone just in their bed, like in bed, that would throw me off. Here's I'd be thing, like, man. what am I doing at this point? Here's the thing, man. Like, I, I, I sort of understand that from the teaching perspective, but when you're doing things online, you just have to assume that, like, man, if I'm reaching an even 20% of people, that's a win. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. If, if even 20% of people are still engaged in this like I'm winning yeah that's definitely something I've talked to a lot of people like like I've had conversations with people who maybe had to run an event online and they're wondering you know kind of self-conscious about how well it's going to go but you just have to remind them like we really got to drop you got really got to drop the standard for online for anything that you deliver online like you really got to be prepared you can't expect it to go as well as it would in person mm-hmm. just because of just because of the format and how difficult it is to connect with people, dude. Um, have you? Ever, I, I I've tried. I've. There's been times I've had to run online classes while in person. So like you'd have like. Oh, so a like couple you're in kids. the classroom and the kids are online. No, 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 no. I I'm in the classroom with majority of the kids and some of the kids are online. Oh man, at that point it's like yo, come come with us, man. Get in the, <laughs> the trenches. Thing, we are fighting the, a war. 
like 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 thing is like dude that's Being actually rough soldier. what <laughs> like that's rough man like you just have to like man like there's i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do a bad job for but for everyone here yeah i, I feel so is, is it, it, in that case wouldn't the temptation just be kind of like to prioritize the kids who are there it is it is it's, it's, it's you naturally do that mm-hmm. just because you can see them and like yeah and it's more yeah yeah but um yeah that's i guess that's kind of that, that that's our parents but as you can see that's clearly not uh not uh us um like how many times since March, how, how many times do you think you've been to a physical church building? Um, like for a service or just stepped inside? Um, why else would you be stepping inside? I went, I went, I once wanted to go drop off something for my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went back home. <laughs> and then he went back home. Yeah. And later that day, he went to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I remember, I remember, I remember one time he was going to church and he was doing something. And I just, because I had my mom, I think I had me drop off like, something for him some like envelopes or something for him and so yeah. I'm, i just i just like put on a pair of shorts and ran in gave 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 some Yo, you ran in, in shorts dude it was the time i was in edmonton i didn't, I didn't have anything else oh yeah because, because he was honestly the dumbest guy like he, he he came here for christmas break in the middle of winter i wasn't playing all he brings his anywhere. shorts I, I know, but no, to no, that no, extent no, I, that you can't no, even bring pants. like some sweatpants no no i had sweatpants but they were all dirty yeah, honestly, ladies, that's, that's everything you need to know about a meal right there. The only pants he brings are already dirty. <laughs> Can't even bring a clean pair of pants just to stay at, uh, to be, for a two-week trip. All he brings is some shorts and dirty pants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This man is almost 30. I, 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 I was going to say, read it that what you with me, but I actually probably don't. Nah, uh, man. Nah. There was... No, but like, yeah, so I remember, yeah, okay, outside of that, the times I've been inside a church building for service, three times, maybe? I think three times? Three? I think, uh, I'm trying to think for me, yeah, three. I think I've been to our home church once. It's so funny, it's so funny how, like, how, like, twice. so funny how on one side you have, like, our dad who, like, he's like, man, he's like, don't let coronavirus ruin your faith, and, like, mm-hmm. on the other side you have people who are, like, who are, like, or like we take pride in not, in not if we take pride in not going outside. Like obviously, like yeah. I understand. Like I understand people who have like who legit their lives are in danger. But you know, the people who are just like, yeah, I haven't seen anyone not here. Yeah, that's yeah. that's definitely what like Twitter is like. I I remember, I, I think I, I must have tweeted something about it. If you guys want to give me a follow, at uh, it's like I wear a mask in the shower. <laughs> no, honestly, it's like no. I was like, okay, like I get the whole like you know stay inside, save lives, um, like rhetoric and using that as a slogan to try to encourage people but some people are actually behaving as though they deserve a purple heart just for um, (laughs) just for putting a mask on if any guys if any guys if i I, you guys if i were recording anyone here's like motor in that background don't worry about that it's just my landlord is is uh, blowing some snow so yeah i I, I didn't hear anything those just can't okay yeah sounds good all, all you did was put us onto the fact to remind us that you do live in a basement Uh, yeah It's actually a really cool snowblower, but well, but yeah, I think um, yeah. So people are like taking pride in the fact that like they're super cautious. Yeah, yeah, like 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 people literally like I like like taking the whole save lives save lives message maybe a little 
a, a little too seriously you're really taking it to heart like acting if it's a little too seriously how can you take such no but i mean no, people are, people are acting as if like yo i'm i might as well be be jumping in front of bullets here just because and that's the thing i encourage you wearing a mask and staying inside like i've, I've been doing that too but i just mean like it's 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 a, it's it's the most basic civic responsibility at a time like this it's not really something um extraordinary at least in my opinion you just don't do it but you're not a hero um <laughs> no but dude but, do, but they, they literally used to call it they used to say don't you remember that was actually part of the ad part of the advertising be a yeah. hero wear a mask like, no but it's like it's like the same thing when like you know when you when you when you um when you're trying to get your kid to eat yeah which way and well, you're like yeah, I, if you eat this thinking, spoonful you're no, gonna but, be a superhero but, but, it's like no, yeah no, no not no, really no but i was thinking but... i was thinking i was thinking the exact same thing remember 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 when you were a kid yeah you, like never ate like like you almost you were like trying to do gandhi like you were yeah, going on your, on your own hunger strikes i was and looking so for remember, a cause i just didn't have a cause yet but i, I remember was, just practicing the method the methodology is always key but like, remember, we were like, oh, man, we're trying to feed more. We go, 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 go. Yeah, go, that's the song. Congratulations. Like, literally, go, congratulations, go, go, congratulations go, for eating. Congratulations. And, and like, it's crazy. Like, Yo, it's crazy. It's literally wild that, like, we are literally pat- applauding people for doing what, what should be common sense. Like, it's, yeah. it's like yeah. you're a hero for doing, for literally doing what's, what should be common sense. Yeah. But I, I think we touched on in the actual last week's episode, the conspiracies episode. I think part part of the reason why I've had to do that is because it seems to be so difficult for people, especially like here, to or at least a, a large a large proportion of the population for them to actually take that stuff seriously. So I guess we need yeah. to we need to make it out to be more than it is. Um, but um, I think, but I think the church thing. I think for me is three three times. Three, yeah. Three yeah. times. For me, yeah. For me, it's about it's about the same. Like I said, yeah. I've been to our home church once. Um, I went to another church twice. Um, and I think it's, we can't really gloss over like the example we gave of like, you know, we would still go to the gym, <laughs> um, but not go to church. Mm. Um, and the thing is like, I know like when our dad pointed that out, it's like, you, you couldn't argue with it. Like, yeah, it's, there's no there's no world where you should be going to the gym in the middle of a pandemic um but you're not willing to take the risk of going to church and i think it kind of touches on the fact that for a lot of people and when i say a lot of people i think even even me not having to go to church was like one of the silver linings of the pandemic mm-hmm. like it was one of those things where it was like oh finally like finally i have a good reason um and i think even a real practical example is uh over the summer you know, when, when things had opened up and there were a lot less restrictions, obviously you still have to wear a mask and like social distance, but I mean like businesses are generally open, like gyms are open, restaurants are open, um, people yeah. were hanging out, whatever. And it was like, my life was pretty normal. Like, you know, as normal as it could be in the pandemic. Like I was, I was going to restaurants, I was going to the gym, like on the regular stuff like that. I was doing all these things, but it was still like... Yo, you gonna come to church today, Moses? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Stay home, save lives. Stay home, save. <laughs> like it's not, it's know, not but safe I think, yet. No. But I think, but I think <laughs> ultimately, I think ultimately, too high. <laughs> here's the thing, man. Like I feel like ultimately, it, it goes down to like whether whether or not it's how much how much you value something. Yeah. And like I, I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying how much we value like per se like Christian community because I think I think both of us value community like. As we saw in the accountability episode, we talked about we we need human beings need each other need each mm-hmm. other, 
but I think, but I think it's down to like, man, like we, how we just don't, don't necessarily value going to a church as much as maybe our parents. Like the thing is like, I think even just in general, like even we, man, the very fact that we even crack jokes about church, like things like talk to our parents, <laughs> laugh about that. They're not even going to laugh about that. Like, Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a snowstorm in the middle of pandemic. Yeah. I'll find more church. <laughs> like, 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 what's so that crazy actually, about that? Weren't you? Yeah, like that was actually part of the plan. <laughs> yeah. And so the thing is, I, I, I think, I think for them, I think for a number of reasons, I think number one is like, this is, this is what they've known um, for them. This is their community. Um, that's really, really important for them to go to church building. But I feel, I feel like for us, the fact is we can still maintain community outside of going to church building. Most of our friends don't actually go to that church building. Um, and we just don't see a value in it. And literally, I think we mentioned it, I think once again, last week's episode, but now we're mentioning it. The idea that like, um, if anything, if anything, like our, our networks are stronger outside of that. And it's just like, outside of we the just, building? yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> like literally, like, I think you mentioned it. Like you talk to a lot of your, a lot of your church friends, like the people you met technically at church, yeah. but like the, the everywhere you meet anywhere, but the, the idea that, Oh, we're going to meet up at church. Like that's laughable. Like what? <laughs> like we're not going to meet there. Like we're, we're going to be yeah. anywhere else, but there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like Neil saying, like, I know I literally have like a group chat, which is like just a whole bunch of kids who like, we all became friends at church and almost none of us actually go to that church anymore, but we all still talk to each other, which is the, which is the weird thing. So it's like, we don't, we don't really interact with the, with the church very much, but we all still talk to each other. Um, yeah. yeah. So that does kind of play into the fact that like, it's, it's, a, it's very clear that we're, we value the community that we found at church, but there's something about the church itself, which doesn't resonate with us. And I feel as though, you know, it's possible. Not it's possible. I, I think what the pandemic has done is it's really exposed, like, you know, how we really feel about certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and the church included, like, like, I think the most stark example, um, is the fact that, especially in the early days of the pandemic, we, as a society, we went around labeling, these are essential workers. <laughs> these are these yeah. are non-essential workers. The thing is, like, those aren't conversations we were having before. So, like, literally, because we were in this dire situation, we had to decide, okay, who are the people who we actually need to function as a society? Who are the people, <clears throat> and who are the people who, um, whose businesses we can have, we can close, and it really won't affect us? Um, mm. And the thing is, and, and that's had to happen not just on on like a what like a on a societal scale but i think in every sector every business people have to go through the way they live their lives and say okay what do i absolutely need to do do i need to do this thing in person do i need to hire this person like how can i streamline this thing 100 yeah. percent? and it's really brought to the fore how people really feel about things mm-hmm. um and and i think and i think that's the same things happen in church cuz like you see for example like you're saying like with our parents and especially their generation um church church meant a lot to them cuz that is where their community was and it's mm-hmm. or is even still and and it wasn't even like that's where they met their community where like like as in my case like that's where i, I met a lot of my friends but that's where their community exists like they they mm-hmm. go to church 
obviously they go to church to worship God, and I don't want to downplay that fact, but like they also go to church and like like to meet their friends, and that's where that's where it is, and like it's, it's such yeah. an important gathering place for them. Whereas for us, it was almost, especially you know, when you raised when you raised in in the religion, and like because the first what 14, 15 years of your life, you don't really have a say in whether you're going to church. Yeah, you you just being taken. I remember he's joking my friends like it's easier to get out of school than <laughs> to get out of church. Like I can I can barely think of how many times I was sick enough to not go to church. <laughs> like I could literally actually, miss school on Friday and miss it again on Monday, but I was at church on Saturday. <laughs> Toughing up is <his> good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was uh, yo yo yo. The thing is like the thing is our mom our mom always jokes about this, but the thing is like. There are days, there are days when like she'll finish like a, like a like a like a night evening shift, like a, mm-hmm. as, as a nurse, and she like she's like, yep, time to dress up and go to church and sleep, <laughs> sleep in the benches, <laughs> yeah, sleep in the pews. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my mom literally was Ooh. like, I'm like, she's like, she's like, yeah. It's it's actually crazy. It's actually funny how 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 candid mom has become as we've grown older and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man. Honestly, you, you don't know your parents until you become an adult. Even then, you don't really know them, know them. But like as a kid, you really don't know them. <laughs> you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember when they went to Cuba and then you were like, "Man, they look so happy when they're not." Dude, here. <laughs> honestly, every time my parents leave and they and they send pictures of them like in like California or Cuba or cameras, just like when they're not around us, <laughs> they look so, so happy. joyful. But no, but like, but, but, but you know what's crazy, man? I was, I was actually listening to someone talk about something like, which made, which, which I found very interesting. Mm-hmm. He said that, um, I don't know, I don't know what you think about this, that especially for a lot of like immigrants, um, yeah. church is very, very important because everywhere else in their lives, they have to fake to be something that they're not. Mm. But like, but like church, like the thing is like, and like, especially if you're like an, an immigrant who just came to Canada or like just came to america or something and it's just like you're you're likely working like a like a like a lower end job but you're elder at your church the, the, yeah, the thing is like yeah. the thing is everywhere else in in everywhere else in society you're like at the bottom and you have to pretend to be something else but like when you go to church i'm the elder of my church I'm, and, uh-huh. and, and, and i i make i'm i'm respected things are going well i speak my language these are my people like i understand why why going to church is like a serious thing because it's just like this is literally the highlight of my of my life right now yeah yo man i think that i I never actually never really thought about that but that's so true because i think even for a lot of immigrants um it's like you you move to this country and it's like you fall down the pecking order because the thing is a lot of people it's like you know in their home country I was a doctor. doctors, man. I was a I was a teacher. I was like you were know, like not everyone, obviously, but I mean like you know you were you were a professional, someone of standing. And then you come here and you're literally the bottom, bottom, bottom. And and I, I and I imagine that you feel as though you're kind of beneath your station. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like like you're saying, that's that's definitely true. Like church is a place where you get to actually, you know, maybe be treated <laughs> the way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the thing is like the thing is like you're elder. And the thing is like you're elder for life, like almost elder for life, man. Like our dad has been an elder, I swear, for ten consecutive years. Like, <laughs> like, it's like, like, like even like, even like a year where you haven't been voted to be an elder of the church, people still call still you elder. elder. Yeah, yeah. 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 The thing is, it's so much respect. And like and it's I'm like sure, it's like being like, president. Like even if you go, you only get one term, people still yeah. call you Mr. President. And I'm pretty sure like most people most people won't like, yeah, like won't actually say that's why. And I'm pretty sure I'm not I'm not saying that's the number one reason why they go to church. 
But I think I think I found that very interesting. The idea that like, man, if there was a place where I could go, where I could be like elevated, everywhere else in this world makes me less than. But there's a place that it sounds like the Disneyland commercial. There's a place where you can go where everything will be all right. It's mm. church, man. Yeah, man. That's actually opening up my eyes to so many things. Because like maybe that even explains why you get um, so much like cultural segregation in church. Because it's like you know, like. Like if you're an immigrant, you're gonna go to a church with like other immigrants, and like if you're, yeah. if you're like you know, there's white churches, Korean churches, black churches, um, African churches. Like people, they kind of go with the people um, who understand their experience the best. Even though, like technically, you know, the black church and the Korean church, their theology could be the exact same. They're reading from the same Bible and they're interpreting it the exact same way. But it's like the reason you're 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 associating with these people is because they can fully and, and, understand. And, and every everyone are. everyone in the black church, their favorite pastor is Mark Finley. <laughs> but yet, but yet they'll always Mark go to Finley. church. Mark, oh yeah, Mark, yeah, 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 yeah. Mark Finley is the OG of the. <laughs> and he's white, and he's very white. But the thing is, like the thing is, like everyone's like, oh, because yeah, my, my dad's like an aide from the Reagan administration. <laughs> 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 my dad, my dad, my dad. Mark Finley looks like he wrote the crack laws, man. He literally looks like a guest president. But the thing is, like, he, uh, my dad, my dad loves Mark Finley, like all those, like all those, like Bradshaw and all these people. But you'll uh-huh. never catch him dead in a church with a white pastor. The thing is, okay, like, I don't know about that. Now you make okay, him no, sound no, like no, 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 no. I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say. What I'm saying, what I'm sure they're okay. Fine, fine. Jeez, jeez, come on. Sorry, come on. What I'm, what I'm saying is like obviously like. The preference, like, and, and the thing is, like, yeah, everyone looks up, and like, and the idea, of, like, whether you're a Korean church or a black church or so on, everyone, everyone likes the same pastors, but like, I think ultimately, the day-to-day running of your church, you want people to look like you. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, uh, and 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 I think it has a lot to do with the fact that, like, this is your your respite, you know? Yeah. And, and like, I don't, maybe not everyone knows that that word, but I mean, like, this is like your safe haven. That's maybe that's a, a better way to put it. Yeah. It's because like during the week, it's just so much turmoil and so much like, you know, having to to fake and smile and like put on this accent, which isn't yours. And it's like, <laughs> no, but it's true, man. It's, yo, 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 it's yo, so yo, true. Yo. You, know, you know, what's actually funny. I was, I was listening to someone say, say that when 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 Africans, let's talk about Africans, when Africans are learning an English word and they hear someone say it, they think like they they they, they, they learn how to say that word with that accent. And like every time they say that word, they say if the person said it fast, they say it fast. I remember, do you remember as a kid we used to sing that song, uh, after prayer? Uh, like, and then there's that part where it's like, "Come, Holy Spirit," <laughs> and, and, and then it's like, it's like, it's like, "Come, Holy Spirit, come," and like we said it, "Come, Holy," "Come, Holy Spirit, come," <laughs> and we always just say, "Come, Holy Spirit, come," and then I think one day it was like Piero or you. We looked up the actual words of the song. It's like, bro, we don't oh, actually yeah. sing this song properly. Like, we. Well, I don't we know. Just, I, we, I think I think that was just a good microcosm of like what my spiritual life was like before. Like, it was me just <laughs> chanting things. I didn't even know what they meant. Like, honestly, I didn't even honestly. Yeah, because like Emil saying, listeners obviously don't know, but like, we as a family would have like these nightly devotions, and there was this one hymn that we would always sing at the end. Yeah. Um, and I remember I was probably like ten till I realized it was English. I was just I just heard noises. <laughs> yeah, and I was real, just I was just making real, noises. Man. Like it just sounded. <laughs> That sounded vaguely familiar. Yeah, like, 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 like no, dude, I say, man, I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's English words in here, but I'm not 100% sure what I'm I'm just going to make the sounds. It sounds like God, God understands. 
<laughs> That's what speaking in tongues is, man. Woo! Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, man. Some people, some people, this is real, man. Yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> For anyone fluent in Gossalalia, I apologize. Um, I'm still, still hurting my strength. I love, I love, I love that Gossalalia. I always love it. I, 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 I always just think it was, I, I used to think it was Gossa, Gossapilia or something, but then I realized, oh, I'm, wanna, I'm adding, I'm adding letters on too. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, I think, I think, um, I think ultimately it comes down to just like what you value, man. Like, I feel like we don't necessarily value, value the organized church, uh-huh. which, which I think I've, I've had this conversation with you a couple of times. Like, I wonder, I wonder what's going to happen to like organized uh, religion after COVID and after like, even after like, after our like parents' generation passes and stuff. Uh-huh. Because it seems like it seems like we we don't necessarily do that much, which which I don't I don't necessarily think personally is it means that the future of the church is finished. I just feel like organized religion as we know it might be in a very bad place though. Yeah, well, honestly, I feel as though it might be a very specific type of organized religion, mm. and yeah, maybe the key word there is organized, mm. um, because I think. Like I said, like I, th- I think with the pandemic, it's kind of brought to the fore how how people view things and maybe some of the inefficiencies with how we how we operate certain things. Yeah. But I think it's, it's become it's become clear, at least for me, and I'm sure even for a lot of other people, that like a lot of our previous church experience was just based around programming. Yeah. Um, and entertainment, not entertainment, yeah. but I mean, like, because the thing is, it wasn't always entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, a lot of it was was just based off of like you go to church and you sit in a pew and you face forward, and yeah. then it's just a constant stream of people standing in front of you talking at you, like either singing at you or announcing at you, t- announcing at you or preaching at you. And there's no, it's very one one like one directional, like there's only, it's very one way, and then you mm-hmm. get up and leave. And the thing is, if you think about that, that's that's no different from TV, and that's also no different from watching a live stream. Yeah, um, and so it's got to a place where, like, okay, previously, you know, churches didn't have to be online, and so maybe a lot of churches didn't have the infrastructure or didn't, you know, have their services available on Zoom. But now we've got to a place where it's like, yo, if my church experience is just gonna be me sitting in a chair, having having people talk at me, why not just do that <laughs> under my sheets in my pajamas? Yeah, and, why not be comfortable? <laughs> yeah, like, why not be comfortable? Like- and Dude, like, why, th- th- yeah. this is the, this is the case in every area of life. Like, I remember in university, I took some classes where I was like, "Man, if I'm gonna be bored, I'll just be bored at home. I'll just, I, I won't come to class." How'd <laughs> <laughs> that work out for you, man? I got an A in that class, man. Okay, all right. Don't try it <laughs> like, home, kids, man. Honestly, <laughs> Emil didn't get an A in every class. Let's just say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, for real. I remember. I remember. I remember. I, I, I man, sorry, tangent. I remember I I, I um, At least you recognize it. I appreciate. No, I remember. It. I remember. I, I accessed. Uh, I got my my high school grades, and I was looking at them with uh, with my coworkers and stuff. And like this one student walked into the room, and they know we're talking about our grades, and he saw mine. He's like, "Bro, he's like, Mister N, how did you even get to university?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, no, because honestly, like just behind, like you were lucky because you got that early acceptance, right? Yeah, man. I, grade, grade twelve, grade twelve, grade twelve. I mailed it. You talk of senioritis. My senior year, I started in grade 11, man. <laughs> the moment you got that conditional acceptance. Yeah, like, I, I was finished. I, I was mentally checked out. Like, checked out. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I'm just trying to remember how we got to this. Oh, the tangent. Oh, okay, yeah, you're saying you were bored. Yeah, if you're, you're gonna be yeah, bored, I'd, I'd be bored at home. No, but but it's so true because it's like the way that we previously formatted church, it became with with the rise of the pandemic, it just became very clear to people that like, wait a second, I can just do this from home and I don't have to wake up early, I don't have to get dressed, I can be at maximum comfort, and and also if 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 all church is is about having people talk at me. And, you know, being quote-unquote entertained, because I think that's, like, what entertainment is. It's, like, you know, people um, communicating at you. Um, yeah. I can also, I can also, uh, on top of all those things, like, I can be as comfortable as possible. And I can also go to the most entertaining church I want, like, the most entertaining church out there. Because I know mm-hmm. a lot of people who might have started off the pandemic, like, live streaming their local church. But then, if, but a lot of people who I talk to now, the ones who still do <laughs> tune into live streams, because a lot of people don't do that, um, me included. But I don't really. Yeah, it's the people who still do. A lot of them are like, N- I'm just live streaming this church in Atlanta that I really like, or like I'm live streaming um, Hillsong or Elevation or Transformation, like like these churches which have the budget and the talent and the capabilities to put on like a real production. Those are the ones where everyone's flocking to. Because like, if it's just about me getting having someone talk at me, then why don't I go to the best ones, like the ones who are the best at doing that? Mm-hmm. And I feel as though coming out of the pandemic, like, <clears throat> like it's going to be really hard. Like people have talked about it. Like I said, in every, in every aspect, um, like in every sector, coming out of the pandemic, there's going to be certain things that we used to do that is going to be very hard to justify now. Like it's going to be hard to justify, you know. Um, uh, like let's say traveling across the country for some business meeting or whatever. It's like, yo, we could just do it on Zoom. Why do we need to do that? Like it's gonna be very hard to justify certain things because of how we live now and we've seen there's alternatives, there's other ways we can do things. Yeah. And and I feel as though for church, it's gonna be very hard to justify waking up at nine AM and getting dressed to go to a building where I sit down and I have someone talk at me and I don't have yeah. any relationships with people around me. There's no community there. And I'm bored <laughs> for five hours. How do you justify that? I literally just came out of a year where I was at home, comfortable, chilling. And now I have to do this. No way. No way on earth. And I, and I did I, you I, die? though? <laughs> 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 hey man, I, I did not see that coming, man. You got me. Gotta get back on top. Oh, steady yourself, you got me there. That, <laughs> I, I really didn't see that coming. Uh, I, I I was expecting a jab, but you just uppercut. Just <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I I get what you're saying, man. Like, I'm just saying the idea that like, yo, um, why am I doing this? Like, like mm-hmm. here's the thing. Like, even even as a teacher, like I feel like I was I was I I always used to get scared that one day we'll all be replaced by like one teacher teaching five five million kids, like. But, but i feel like um that was something people used to seriously talk about too before yeah, the pandemic yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but now but, but now with the pandemic like i, I i'm pretty confident that that won't happen because everyone's like this is trash 
Yeah. However, however, I feel like the pandemic has definitely shown the idea that like you you definitely need to stay on top of your game because like you you have you you have schools that literally for like the first um like because everything locked down in March like from March till June they basically just gave up <laughs> they they basically mm-hmm. right? they basically was like ah we're not we're basically not gonna teach us here like we're just gonna give you some stuff basically colored at home and and we'll try again next year but like but I definitely feel like the pandemic has shown people like you gotta be on your A game like you gotta like even even it's just like just having contingencies because like yeah we are we are living in a world where stuff stuff goes crazy and just feel like not only not only do you have to be ready for like the possibility of stuff going crazy but yeah i think you also have to cater to new needs that the pandemic has definitely shown mm-hmm. because because like the thing is it can't be like because the idea of like it's clear that human beings need other people like the thing yeah. is like mental health stuff is through the roof like like that part that part of that part of church will always be important because i feel like people need other people like we need other people mm-hmm. but if church doesn't offer that it's just a place where you go and hear some guy say the same things over and over again that you've heard and maybe once in a while you feel so guilty you get baptized twice uh, yeah yeah baptized. Not, not to name anyone particular exactly but someone but like, on this yeah. podcast <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah but like if, if that's if that's the objective of church just like trying to make people bored until they get baptized like that, that, that that's not working anymore yeah yeah, and I think it's 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 so interesting that you bring up the school examples. I think that's that's so appropriate because yeah, the reason why I think online school has has been such like a massive failure. Not okay, maybe I shouldn't call it that, but I mean like the reason why so many people haven't enjoyed it is because there's you've lost that communal aspect mm-hmm. of and that's the thing, like, I know I've had, I've had certain lectures, like, you know, lectures with some pretty boring profs and there's like 200 people on the Zoom call. And honestly, if you could give me the option of doing that lecture in person or on Zoom, I'd probably pick doing it on Zoom. Like, it, it, that's the thing. Like, I would, I would like some of these, I just, cause, cause it's, it's those profs who, even if we were in person, it wouldn't be much different from this, except the only 200 difference is person. 200 people on a Zoom call. You've had that for No, can you be like 150? Sorry. Maybe I'm on busy. a Zoom call. Yeah, yeah, because well, at least on the first week. The thing is, those classes, attendance always drops. By the, I remember I had one class last semester. It was like first week, it was like 150. Last week, it was like 30 people. <laughs> 100, 150 black screens. That is rough. That is yeah, rough. <laughs> Honestly, like, no, honestly oh, that, my that is so destroying. My condolences that is actually so destroying. No, but I mean, but I mean, like, and... And in those cases, especially where you have like a teacher who's literally just talking at you, like all they do is like read off their slides for an hour and a half. Well, that's all I, you can do sometimes. With, with, I know, with I know, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I mean, like, but some, but there's some teachers where like you know this is what they would have been doing in person too. Like it, it wouldn't <laughs> have been any different. <laughs> and I mean, in those classes where like if you gave me the option, I would have rather I, I would prefer to do that on Zoom because at least now I don't have to wake up at. 8 a.m. and take a, an hour long bus ride just to go I have watch this guy read off his slides. Like I could just yeah. do this from my house. I'd rather do that. But I think yeah. like in your context, like what you're talking about, like like why online teaching has been so hard on you and your students is because you know at least from what I know about you and just from what high school is like, it's a small class. Everybody's friends. They know each other. There's the communal aspect. It's not just your mm-hmm. teacher talking at you, but there's a give and take. You form relationships with people. Um, you know, you get to know people's personalities. There's a class clown. There's these kids who always, who are good at this thing. There's this kid who always has, like, you know, really good points and arguments. And, like, you build relationships. And there's a community 
which I think is 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 probably the the key word of this episode, and that is lost online. That is mm-hmm. that is the like that is the reason why, when the pandemic is over, you know, fingers crossed, whenever that whenever that happens, that is why it won't be hard to convince kids to come back to class. Yeah. They'll be like, yeah, because that's what I'm missing. But I mean, at the church aspect, if your church didn't have that, which a lot of churches don't, it's it's, it's a, the, there's no reason for us to come back in, in person. But if your yeah. church is, is, is a place where there's genuine community mm-hmm. where, you know, like we talked about in, um, in episode three, where there's accountability, where people yeah. are honest with each other, where people confess mm-hmm. their sins to each other, where people feel comfortable. Like they're not, they're not scared of, of, of people, you know, gossiping about them or, 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 or going behind their back. Like if I, if that's the way I feel about church, I'm not going to come back to that. Yeah. No, no way on earth. But I mean, not like, yeah, I was going to say another word, but I don't know how people feel about um, cussing. But So now, you know what the best, you, know what the, you know what the most messed up part of what you just did? What? Now you just made people cuss in their own heads. Because they, hey, man, they, you cuss in your head, that's your own problem, man. <laughs> Why are those cusses there in the first place? Why do you know any bad words? <laughs> because the thing is, if you had said it, they'll just be like, oh, I just heard what I but now, hey, no. but now, but now, but now, you basically said insert insert swear here. I don't know, man. Maybe, not, maybe not, if y'all didn't listen to so much hip hop, you wouldn't have these. You would have these words. The <laughs> now they're running through the Rolodex and swears like, okay, I said that. What what fits here? What fits here? <laughs> nah, man. This is a faith podcast. We're trying to keep it as clean as possible. I can't promise we'll never swear, but I mean, we're trying. We're trying to do our best. But but uh, <laughs> to get back to the point, I mean. If you don't have the faith aspect, it's going to be so hard to to justify coming back. And I know even for me personally, like where you talk about how our understanding of church has been impacted by the pandemic and has changed. Yes. I know that's something which has become so important to me personally, because I know those first like. What are we? We're in month 10. So really, those first 10 months. It actually feels like a year. Like literally until no, actually no. Probably I'll say those first, those first seven months, I was doing what a lot of other people were doing. I was staying at home, and I started off watching live streams, and eventually fell off that. And then it got to the point where my Saturdays, which is like you know the day where we would traditionally go to church, like my Saturdays kind of looked just like um, it kind of looked like my Sundays, kind of like my lazy day. Like I'd wake up whenever I wanted. I would mm-hmm. just eat breakfast, chill, maybe read a couple books, and like just like you know go through my phone. I just I, there was nothing. There was nothing sanctified really about what I was doing. There was nothing, you know, set apart about it. And and that's what I did for a while. Yeah. And eventually got to a point where I was like, okay, even though I don't feel as though I'm missing out very much by yeah. not being at church, because yeah. frankly speaking, my church experience before the pandemic was like we talked about before, where you're just sitting here and having these people talk at you. Yeah. Um, and so like even though I don't feel as though I'm I'm losing very much by not being there. I was like, what I'm doing at home, this is this isn't helpful, yeah. and this this isn't good for my spiritual life. Like just me sitting at home and just just pretty much burning a day, one day a week, and like not resting like what, the way you're supposed to do. But I mean, just literally like burning it, just totally mm. throwing it away. Like I was like, this isn't good for me. And I remember I started to think to myself, yo, I need to find a community. I need to find like an actual church community. Where yeah. it's worth my time to go there in person and to communicate with these people. Because if it's just about entertainment or just about, um, yeah, just about being being talked at, 
the thing is this pandemic has has like um i don't have a taste for that anymore yeah. not that i had much of one before but i don't have a taste for that anymore just because the pandemic has shown me i can do all this thing all this from my house so i'm like i need to find yeah. an actual church community in the last couple of weeks like i there's a there's a church in St. Albert, not not Red Willow, but um, there's a church in St. Albert where I've been there a few times. Do you want to say the name? So possibly. Uh, you want to yeah, find sure. you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, Kingdom Church. I'm, I'm I'm interested in it. I don't. I, <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not committing yet, but um, it's like one I've been checking out just because I know they're like a small. That's church. Like you, you, you're talking about the church as though it's a girl. I mean, I'm not I'm not running I'm not, committing. I'm not, not really out. committing. We just talking. We just talking. Oh. <laughs> Nah, it just feels weird. But I mean, uh, but like that's a church which I know I've been to a few times, but I've always liked the fact that, it's, you know, it's kind of a smaller congregation. They have like courses where they help people become like actually integrated into the church. And like they really emphasize things like community from what I know about mm-hmm. it. I, yeah. I'm not super. And but like for me, I was like, yo, I think I'm going to try to go there from now on because that's a church which actually warrants me attending there in person. Yeah, because the thing is, if I'm just gonna go and have someone talk at me, like, yo, I I can't do that anymore. <laughs> like, there's a better for way. Real. For real. <laughs> and yeah, so I think even to go back to your previous question of like, you know, what do we think the church is gonna look like after the pandemic? I feel as though the ones that survive, and that's an important thing to say, because I I feel as though a lot of churches aren't gonna survive this thing. I'm I, I'm not surprised if a lot of them have already totally went went under. But I mean, the ones <laughs> who survive. Especially when the ones who survive it can cater to to our generation, are gonna be the ones that that give you a reason to show up in person, and like mm-hmm. are gonna be the ones that actually <clears throat> emphasize that community aspect. Yeah, because the thing is, like, if you're just gonna try to to have a pastor who's so charismatic that I have to go there and listen to this guy talk every week, well. He's, I got some news for you, man. Now you're competing with Carl Lentz, well, formally, but I mean, now you're competing with, um, with Mike with Todd. These, yeah, with Mike Todd. I actually don't know any of these people's names. With Jason Furtick, with Joel. Oh, I see Furtick. Jason Furtick. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm really struggling right now, people. I'm not, I'm not up to date on the big, uh, the big Christian names. But now you're competing with Joel Osteen. All these people who are high-powered communicators, and they have budgets. And it's like if if if, if your church is just gonna be about talking at me, I can tune in to any church around the world and be maximum comfort. So mm-hmm. you gotta give me a reason to be uncomfortable and get up and go to your church. And I I don't know many churches that are gonna be able to do that. And they won't even and they won't even outright ask for money. They'll get it, but they won't outright ask for it. Yeah, Joel Osteen. No, he never asked for offering. All he asked you is plant seeds. Seeds are like ten cents. <laughs> Just plant a seed. <laughs> the bigger the seed, every day. the bigger the yield. <laughs> plant a seed every day. <laughs> <laughs> you know the easiest way to plant a seed. Is to just uh, is to just set it up in the bank account so a seed is directly withdrawn <laughs> with every paycheck. So, That's so, the best so, so, way to plant so, seeds. So, so every Minimum time you make a, every time you get a purchase, the church get the church gets a seed. Yeah, how about just give us a dollar off every <laughs> off every debit <laughs> transaction? Think about that. Dollar, little seed, very small seed. <laughs> you won't even notice it. <laughs> but the yield. <laughs> Yeah, man. Like, like, like. If I don't want someone har- harrying me for money, and he's gonna have a, a killer smile, yeah, muscles, yeah. he's gonna look good, he's gonna be funny. 
Yeah, you, you're you're a regular pastor can't compete against that. Yeah, because you like when you go online, you can get max entertainment with with the, literally no commitment, zero commitment. You can get bored halfway through the sermon and just turn it off. <laughs> like <laughs> think about that. In real life, if I'm at a church and I get bored halfway through the sermon, I can't just get up and walk out. <laughs> just like nah, I'm not feeling this anymore. <laughs> you can't yeah. do. That. <laughs> yeah, you got you got power, man. You can you can be on your phone, but like nothing, nothing past that. You can you can fall asleep, but like, yeah, yeah, man. And I don't know. I think that's the thing. Like, and maybe yeah. So, can... oh, were you gonna say something? Were you gonna no. say something? What? <laughs> so you're gonna say yes? Yeah, so? No, I wasn't. Oh, okay, I wasn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I think. Um... Something, uh, maybe this will be our closing thoughts. I don't know. Maybe you want to add something to it. But I think the important, something which is important to say is that I think especially during the pandemic for me personally, it's become clear that there is value in the idea of church. And yep. the thing is like when, when, when I say church, um, I think I'm even speaking for you. Like, like when I say church, I'm talking about the way the church is like, is, uh, the way the church is configured in in the New Testament, like you know what was referred to as the early church, like you see this community yeah. of believers who they all they all live together. I'm not saying we have to live together, but I mean like they're in That's community too, with each other. That's too radical left for some people. Man. Yeah, yeah, I'm building a little kibbutz. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, sounds like some, sounds like something you'd see in socialist Venezuela. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's Acts chapter three is like the most socialist chapter of the Bible. <laughs> take it out, take it out, take it out. <laughs> no, but I mean, you see this community of people who um, they live together. They're selling. They they support each other financially. They pray together. They confess their sins to each other. They support each other when they go on mission trips. You know, it's two by two. These people they're getting they're bailing each other out of prison. Like it's it's a family, it's a community. And like that is, and that, and that's the first church. That's the prototype for what church is. And so like that community aspect. And like I said before, it's so important. I know for me and for so many people like me, like we talk about like for like, for like our, my group chat, for example, we have all these people who we still talk to each other. We still value each other's community. It's just the actual church building and the programming is something which has completely turned us off. And so we're not yeah. going there, but we still talk to each other. We still, um, interact with each other because we value that yeah and so i think like what i've seen or what's become what i've realized over the course of the pandemic is that church has value to me or like the faith Mm -hmm. community um a church as a faith community is something that has value to me yeah um the entertainment aspect the programming aspect that is really gonna fall by the wayside but i think Mm -hmm. if i'm like i know personally if i'm gonna have a healthy spiritual relationship it's so important for me personally to do that with other people. I was, gonna, I was about to say do life, but it felt. <laughs> yeah, that's so, that's so whack. <laughs> it felt so tacky. Um, do life. Yeah, I just want to do life with you, man. Come on, let's, I just want to, what, what are the other things like youth pastors say? Stuff like that. Um, I was about to soak you in or something, but like that sounds whack. Soak you in? <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, soak uh, in something else. We're not, let's not um, even. Whoop, let's go. Share. Let's move on. Know, like form a cell group, home group, family group. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but I mean, cell. <laughs> sleeper cell. <laughs> 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 no, but I mean, like for me personally, it's like, 
um, I I've realized that if I want to have the most vibrant spiritual life possible, and even relate to the yeah. accountability episode, like yeah. I need I need to have other people I'm doing it with. And so in the future, like, that's what I'm looking for in church. The programming yeah. is literally nothing to me. Like for me, church yeah. it could literally be a couple people meeting in a basement weekly on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, <laughs> Google, Google Podcast now. Google Podcast as well. Um, iHeartRadio. That's a, that's a new addition. Um, anyway, <laughs> but I mean, it could be it could be a small community of people, and I feel I feel as though for me, I would get so much more value out of that. Um, yeah, yeah. Tell yeah, me I I hundred percent. I I, I, I co sign that. Yeah. So uh, before 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 we before we uh, before we disband uh, for disband. today. <laughs> Uh, before before this bad is so final man before, okay fine before 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 we we're going out we, of business everything is 90 percent off before 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 we prorogue our our assembly until next week um do you wanna do you wanna give everyone a little a little sneak into our exciting plans for next week yeah our exciting plans for next week yeah you know i like i said this podcast we're trying to evolve we're trying to get better every week um um just add little bits and bobs um, I don't want to give it all away because things are still, uh, things are still in development. So things might mm-hmm. change, but, um, mm-hmm. anyone who's got their eye on the calendar knows that next week is the day of love. Ooh, uh, um, it's Valentine's day. So, um, we do plan on having a, a special guest and, yeah. and, uh, and having a conversation, uh, mm-hmm. kind of, uh, related to love and relationships and, uh, the special yeah, guest and, we and, have and, booked and, is a female, so you know, yes. hopefully they're gonna check some of our yes <laughs> our, and, our toxic and, uh, masculinity. And, and, and if you thought if you thought if you thought if you thought last time we did a relationship podcast episode, episode you're like those guys are whack. Um, don't worry, next week is gonna be a lot more balanced. Uh, mm-hmm. We're we've done some soul searching, uh, and it's gonna it's gonna come with a little with better energy next time. Yeah, yeah, our nonsense will be uh, will be checked. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's something to look forward to. Uh, Valentine's Day episode um what else uh you know as always you know make sure you follow the podcast um subscribe like share with your friends leave a review follow us on instagram at basement full of heretics um i'm trying to really pop off on instagram i think uh, i don't want to commit to doing like a q a tomorrow which would be if you, people are hearing this on sunday so that would be on monday i think i, I think like, um I, here's what here's what here's um I think yeah. This this week, sometime this week, I'll do like some sort of Q and A or something. Yeah, and like, and and maybe hopefully in the next uh, couple of weeks, we might do like a heretics takeover. Like or a, something like that. Yeah, heretics takeover, like behind the scenes kind of thing of just what we do. Yeah, yeah. Really trying to up the social media engagement. Um, I don't. I hate using social media. Just being hundred percent honest, it's never really been my thing. Um, but. Maybe that could be something we talk about in a future episode. But, you know, obviously it's necessary to get get it out there, interact with people. Um, the Instagram is me, pretty much. Emil. If he wants to use Instagram, he has to find a library computer. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't have it on his phone. Yeah, man. Every time every time anything happens on Instagram and, like, it's a meal, just know this guy is in a public library. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of Remember those guys in the library who, like, always be on Facebook? <laughs> like, yo, man. <laughs> Like, you going to jail after this? Like, 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 why yeah, are you man. trying to do everything right now? Why do you have to use an untraceable IP yeah. to use your Facebook? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Boys out here running that. Yeah, I'm pretty much running the Instagram, but uh, Emil's, Emil, we're, gonna, we're trying to get him to do some stuff next week. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, look out for that. 
um valentine's day episode obviously excited about that but um uh yeah i think uh this is probably a lot right, much love thanks for the support uh yeah it's a bit longer but i think it was a good time I think it was a good time, was a good Hopefully time. You definitely it. better than <laughs> the one we recorded last week for real for real <laughs> <laughs> real. All right, man. Um, anything else for from your end? I think I'm. I think I'm cool. All right, no, man. Uh, goodbye, right, everybody. Take care. Take it easy. Bye.